This is episode 201. I used my garage as an impulse response one time. <laughs> Into the past. Into the future, if you are not aware of time. <laughs> From now until forever. Remember, kids, of all time includes the future. <laughs> Okay, so I just heard, I, I got all set up, I got all set up, and then I stepped out into my, into out of the studio to, to get a beer, and I said, we'll start when I get back, and I came in and put my headphones on, and I heard, from a reliable source, that after 200 episodes, uh, podcasts are allowed to fuck off. Yeah, that's it's the, the rule of, the law of podcasting, podcaster's law. <laughs> so I've done 200 episodes of this podcast. So guess what suckers? I'm going to phone it in from here, bitches. <laughs> if you think we've been slacking off until now, wait till you see this. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, okay. So in seriousness, um, I feel like it's been a long, long ass time since we have done an episode of the show because we had back to back guests and mm-hmm. they were great episodes but they're not typical and we don't we like specifically don't just shoot the shit with each other because we have a guest on the line and like yeah. uh you know a guest like, who may not know us personally to be like oh i did this with my family like that's not something you talked with a guest about you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it would have been it would have been weird so like i have so much shit that has happened that I'm there's no way I'm gonna remember. There's no way I'm probably even gonna dig far enough back into yeah. my past to be able to come up with everything <laughs> that happened. Yes, into the recorded. past. I mean, we haven't talked. I mean, Halloween came and went since we last had a regular episode, right? And I have a little kid, so that's the thing. Um, oh yes, good good detail. <laughs> so right, you were like, "Yep, okay, Halloween, whatever, buddy." Um, I know I understood. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you clarified okay. for the listener at home. <laughs> um, we, yes. Uh, <laughs> I also realized, I just now realized that I did not play the theme music and I did not, <laughs> and I, I did not show the starting screen or anything. We're off to a bang and start with this well, fucking hey, round It's thing. episode 201. You know what that means. Podcaster's law dictates we're now allowed to slack we're, off. <laughs> we're now allowed to slack right off. Yeah. I'm actually turning my soundboard on right now. Um, well, well, part uh, of it was the question you, is you where came should back, I begin? You came back. We had to capture all of this pure solid gold. <laughs> That's so. right, too. I, I, I pushed the button very fast. Pure um, uncut entertainment. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh, now I, I've, I've kind of lost my train of thought here. We were talking okay. about Halloween briefly well, and all the, okay, so, the other happenings in between 198 yeah. and 201. <laughs> well, cause it's been, <laughs> you know, it's been six weeks. Yeah. Right. Since, since we, we kind of did this. Yeah. Um, Hey, how are you? I <laughs> <laughs> see. That's the thing. I don't even know. Cause 
<laughs> it's been so long. I was just thinking, um, so I had to day off because it's Veterans Day. And um, okay. this is like the first day in many years I've podcasted when I didn't also have to work. So I was all day oh. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget. I'm going to forget to do the show. <laughs> and because it felt very, it was real. And I have tomorrow off too. I just took an extra day. So I have a long weekend. Uh-huh. And I was like, big Saturday vibes for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty prepared to forget this, but we persevered. <laughs> I made it on time. <laughs> you know, um, that, that's not the first time that you've said something to me. Like, I yeah. thought I was going to forget the podcast today. That, so uh, at like seven or something, because I hadn't done any setup. Like my, my t- uh, there's all the crazy shit that my day was ridiculous and my head feels like it's melted. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like at seven, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pop into Tone Control Discord and make some remark that makes it clear that an episode is happening just in case <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna yeah. say hey derek you're not forgetting are you no it, it's not my calendar hey. <laughs> you know it's it's we got the podcast on a recurring event ding. on the calendar i'm gonna remember yeah. but yeah. also um i could have easily forgotten and i'm glad i didn't because you know i've been looking forward to this i have been looking forward to the regular episode <laughs> right and the guests are great like you said but it is kind of like it it disrupts a lot with the show, not in a bad way at all. Like disruption is not always negative, and it was it was fun and awesome. And and the episode with Doug was great. The episode with Alex was great as usual. Yeah. So now it's like, oh yeah, what do we do again? And you'll notice in the show notes, there's basically nothing because <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was crazy. We're gonna waste it, like, all our time just talking about our lives. That I I wanted to account for that, um, and I. Just, you know, putting together like the 200 thing was, was just a yeah. lot. And I wanted a break. <laughs> so, all right. Let's do, should we do this chronological? Yeah, why not? Or should we, or should we t- touch, should we do these updates here at the top? Oh, um, sure. Okay. Yeah, let me do yeah, this do then. Let me, let me play. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't make sure that Discord, whoa, I just muted myself. Uh, I didn't make sure. I didn't. What a time! I didn't make sure that Discord could hear the robot voice. Uh, oh, so let me um, do the thing that I typically have to do to make it work. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit. I heard it. It's and start your wish list today. It's super it's quiet, quiet though, right? Yeah. You know what that is? I can do that. I don't know what that is. What that is? Yeah, there we go. It's the stupid. It's the volume of the, it's the volume of the thing. Of course. Uh, all right, play it again. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. Do you guys want me to tell you about how janky this whole thing is? Like, I don't have one of these like TriCasters. <laughs> I'm not like I don't have a, 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 a you know big multi-input video switcher. This is all happening on my MacBook. And I have a weird program that can I can like load sounds into and it will play them. And I'm telling it to play them out of the headphone port on my computer, which is going through a direct box into a mic preamp. <laughs> and that's being recorded back in and being sent to Discord into the video recording. Okay. So, so, so when mm-hmm. so when I'm not doing this in the meantime, my headphone level has to be like something that doesn't blow your ears off. <laughs> yeah. And then I have to sit down here and remember to turn the headphone volume on the headphone output up before I... So, just yeah, a peek behind the curtain, I guess. The very, very thin curtain <laughs> that is this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yep. Very much. So, 
Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, let's start. Let's start right up here at the top. Update episode two hundred is up. Yeah. If you Obviously. missed this it. is two hundred one. If you're if you're like uh, if you're yeah. not aware of time, um, <laughs> this is two. You're not aware of the linear progression of time and numbers. Two hundred one <laughs> comes right after two hundred, which means episode yes. two hundred is right below this in your podcast feed, and it was a fantastic episode, and you should go listen. Also, I. I'm just going to reiterate my apology for losing part of it. Um, he was so nice and so much fun. And unfortunately, there's like 25 more minutes of it that um, only the people who were present on the day got to hear. Yeah. Um, which I, I feel um, super bad about. Doug talked a lot about the, the charity stuff in, in that. So yeah. It was like a little bit of other things. And then we kind of that like the whole section about all the charity stuff that's gone on so in his Instagram. We can like sort of recap just the logistics of what yeah. they're doing, I guess. Um, so if you're not familiar, Doug Cower from Cower Guitars, like you said, was on 200. And follow them on Instagram because they're a great follow for guitar building and stuff. And he he demonstrates a lot of like luthier stuff as well as just really awesome finished guitars that are going out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so as things kind of... Uh, you know, progress in the world and, and some bad things happen occasionally, they've been holding these... Um, fundraisers, right? Or they've been sort of piggybacking on existing fundraisers. And what they've done is uh, donate X dollars to X cause, to Y cause, and you'll and send us your receipt and we will send you a guitar. And sometimes it's been either dealer's and choice. X dollars like, is quite a bit. Oh yeah. It's his, yeah, the original know, ones yeah. were like donate $2,000 to this cause and send us your receipt there's 10 spots available and yeah. you know, and then they raised a, a gajillion dollars. It was great. Um, then they did another thing uh, shortly thereafter, which was donate uh, any amount in $20 increments and, and send us your receipts for that. Every $20 is a, like a raffle entry for mm-hmm. a build. And so they've been doing that. They've raised a ton of money. I can't, unfortunately can't remember what he said they've raised so far, but that's mostly what one we were of talking them, about. One of them was over $40,000. Yeah. I know that I do remember that number. Yeah. Like it's awesome. Such a great use of the platform too, um, of the audience, I should say, like a great use of like yeah. Instagram and a great use of like the popularity of one's brand. I just, I love it. So yeah. Um, and the empowerment feeling of the people who are participating too. Yeah, it's not. He, it's he, you know, it's like the difference between caring about something and donating money to it. Sometimes it's like, yeah, but what is a small amount of money going to do? Yeah. Whereas, actually, not only is this a chance to win something really cool, but it also mm-hmm. means I know for a fact that there are hundreds and hundreds of other people matching me on this. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. And that makes people feel really good about the small amount of money that they can put up. And and he mentioned it's not getting stuck in some kind of system. And, and it's also not like a, you know, for every guitar sold, we're donating 10%. Yeah. It's nothing like that. And, and it's not like the money goes to Cower and then they donate it on behalf of, the money comes from my wallet to the donation. And then I send yeah. Cower the receipt for that. And they say like, "Here's my ticket. I have this is my purchase," and they they honor that. So, they're not doing it for everything, of course. And, and there, he mentioned that they're um, the the process for deciding how to run all that stuff is tricky and complicated, which of right. course it must be. So, but anyway, it was a great conversation. I'm really sorry y'all missed it if you weren't in the in the server that night. But we'll get Doug on again sometime, yeah. and we'll we'll cover that as well. So, yeah, follow them on Instagram because like just the 
most bitchin' guitars in your feed. So like, who doesn't want bitching guitars in their feeds, you know? Who doesn't? Yeah. And if you do, if you don't want bitching guitars in your feeds. You're in the um, wrong place. Well, no, you're in the right place. I'm going <laughs> to, I promise no guitars tonight. <laughs> you found it. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking around only. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Doug was a, a, a gentleman and a, a great guest. Yeah. If you're listening, Doug, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for having. <laughs> thanks for joining. Yeah. Thanks um, for having us. Did you thanks for say? having us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, goodness. So the next yeah. thing, um, tone control episode 200 care packages are going out. Um, they are all sealed up as of this afternoon. Actually, Ooh. we got them all addressed and packed up and sealed up, and they're in a box downstairs in my dining room. And tomorrow. Uh, what's tomorrow? Friday the twelfth. I'm planning to hit the post office, and they'll be heading out. So um, we're Soon gonna all go. All your on. stickers will be stuck, and all your strings will be plucked, and all your beers will be cold. Yeah, and and yeah. So uh, and what, I need to. What do they have? What do they win? What's, it's, it, it's all, what's in the care package, Derek? It's all me. down in, in it's the, all down the in, other room. Oh, well, in that case, and I, I used up all the stickers too. So I've got a pick though. Yeah. You got tone control picks. I got um, some stuff. We've got, I don't have any of the koozies. Yeah, we got Derek stickers and koozies. Yeah, so picks. stickers, picks, and koozies are coming to you. Focus uh, on fine, this camera. Find supporters of the podcast. If um, a, a, a what do we want to call it? Like an episode two hundred bundle. If that is something that you want uh, in your life and want to purchase, shoot Sticker. us a message, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up with something. We'll figure all that out too. Yeah. So um, we're going to go on an adventure, all of us, like the Tone Control universe, uh, in postage, right? So we don't know what this is going to end up being or how long it's going to take. But <laughs> yeah, I assure you they will be in the mail soon. Yeah, we're not like um, spending a bunch of money on faith. We, we really kind of mathed out just about the cheapest way we could do this because we're yeah. trying to um, save money for the actual things that we hey, get to so send you. We can, let's pull this curtain back some more. Um, yeah. Speaking of Patreon, I've... Um, some other podcasts I listen to, they're always talking about their Patreons and such. Um, ours is among the most affordable Patreons that I hear about, which I think yeah. is great. I, I want to mm-hmm. keep that. I was curious. Um, we do have a handful it's of people we're who. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean priceless. <laughs> yes, yes, that was the one. <laughs> um, we it's a dollar or two dollars a month, and the nice thing about Patreon is uh, you can overpay if you want. So we do have some very yeah. generous folks paying like five dollars a month, um, even ten dollars a month, which is awesome and and so just the greatest feeling. Um, but we don't have other tiers set up for that. So if you are paying $2 or more, you get the same thing as you would have if it was only $2. Yeah. So I'm curious, listener, if you are one that overpays or if you are or like thinking of joining the Patreon, if if there was a higher tier, <laughs> what else would you pay for? It, right. Like what else would you want from us, you yeah. know, cuz I I don't want to just say like here's a $5 tier and you don't get anything else. That's that's obviously shitty. Right. It's it's not just like you know, because you're feeling generous, that's fine, but you can do that now, you know, like you can, the system yeah. allows for that. So I'm curious what people would be into. We, um, we, not that we have loads of time to do other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but we, we, um, I don't, I don't always know what's going to be valuable to, to people right. from this. Cause we were, we actually did this show for a long, long time without having a Patreon, which is obviously stupid, but, yes. uh, <laughs> we'd be rich by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> coffee, a cake. coffee cake. 
Yeah, at coffee cake at Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, okay, it would be like a twenty dollars tier. <laughs> Send a coffee cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, just. I guess shout out for people who who don't know, um, you can modify your Patreon membership monthly, right? So if you if you want to yes. donate a little more money for a couple of months or something, you can do that and then roll it back. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we get notifications about people updating their pledges, which is always such an exciting day. I love that email. So um, <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious what people yeah, might be fun. into. Yeah, I like that. Source the ideas. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, for $1,000 a month, <laughs> Justin will mix your record. <laughs> I will. I will do that. I will do a really good job. <laughs> oh, so I, I started listening to this podcast. Um, it's called the Tony and Ryan podcast, and they're okay. from Australia. It's very funny. It's just sort of a comedy chat show, and it's, it's very clever. So they started a Patreon, and one of their tiers is $1,000 a month. And it includes mm-hmm. one of them will officiate your wedding, or or any be like be an MC of yeah. an event that you're doing, and someone's doing it. Someone paid for it, and next October, about a year from now, they're flying to the U.S. That's and officiating a wedding in Pennsylvania. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so it just got me thinking. You know, like I'm not going to go officiate some tone controller's wedding or anything, but well, know, I mean, hey, if you look, pay me a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> that's not on my list of things to do, but. It's not on my list of things uh, to not do. Yeah, if, you, if you've got <laughs> if you've got some money burning a hole in your pocket and that is fun for you, let's talk. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So anyway, that's all. So, um, care packages are going out, and like I said, if you want one and you're not a Patreon member, that's fine. Just send us a message, and we'll figure out um, how to get you one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and at this, I think we did we talk on offline about like. If so, if somebody became a, a a Patreon subscriber today, they're not on this list. Um, but uh, Patreon tells us gives us like your your one year or something like that. Patreon, right? so yeah, when you join, it, it does do like um, an it's like so and so's one year anniversary or something. I don't think do we've gotten any. No, we haven't no, gotten that. Not. We can see how much someone has donated in total over their subscription yeah. lifetime. Which is is unbelievable. We've got a few people that have pledged over a hundred dollars so far, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess what um, I'm I don't saying know about is time you'll eventually though. earn it. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get an alert. We may have to pay attention, or you may have to say something yeah. to us. But you'll you'll earn a, at least a care package anyway. Um, yeah, uh, and also like it's when you join and stuff. It it doesn't bill you right away, and and so I'm not going to be a stickler about that. Like obviously, yeah. if you know you join. And you get in the server and you hang out in the live chat and it doesn't bill you for three more weeks. Like it's, it's cool. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, What's, what's next? Uh, All right. Is it, it, can I tell a story now? Let's, I'm going to try to break this up so it isn't just constantly Justin doing his nonsense. Okay. So, so on Halloween, my daughter is six this year, by the way, and she wanted to be a marine biologist. Mm-hmm. Which is normal for her. Everyone kind of gives me a funny look sometimes about that. But anyway, that's normal Whatever. for her. She wanted to be a marine biologist. Uh, so uh, my wife got her a lab coat with her name embroidered on it. It says Dr. Aria Newton, marine biologist. 
And um, that was pretty great. And she was going to give her like goggles and um, uh, like flippers and maybe like an mm. air tank or something. Oh, cool. Like a I scuba thought, tank. Well, yeah. Yeah, a scuba tank. And I thought, that's stupid. Why would she have a lab coat and a scuba tank on? Mm. That's moronic. That's moronic. No, no, one no. One does not I, wear no. a lab coat while scuba one do, diving. One does not Obviously. simply wear a lab coat <laughs> while scuba diving. Um, so I made her a submarine where I feel like she could wear a lab coat out of cardboard. So the, 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 the whole thing was, did I share pictures of this in Discord? You shared it with me, and I was going to ask if you wanted to put oh, them in okay. Discord. Um, yeah, I should. We have them in I our should. group chat. Well, I, okay. I can't because my phone's my camera. Okay, I'll do <laughs> um, it. If, if you have them, then yeah, by, by all means. So I, I made her a... I made her a uh, submarine out of cardboard boxes and I like built this rigid frame out of them and I got I got nylon bolts and nuts and stuff to hold it together and um I I did uh, I'm going to put this up on the on the thing too. Kiddo. So fun. Yeah. So um so I did this is her and her friend uh getting ready awesome. to go trick-or-treating. We taped her her marine themed stuffies to it. Um, <laughs> it's and I put bottles on the side and I, I painted everything and it has a racing stripe and um she picked the color, by the way. It's a great color. The, the whole scheme <laughs> is awesome. The whole scheme is pretty good. Yeah. So she's obviously thrilled. Yeah. Uh, but she it, looks it, it. oh, oh, and the shoulder straps, oh, she has a little cardboard controls in the front that are just dummy. They don't really do anything. Yeah. But anyway, there's a prop on the back that I took out of a box fan and, and put <laughs> on there. Um, but the whole thing is so heavy, it almost tips. She has to balance it so hard. The shoulder straps are actually guitar straps from the Guitar Hero video game controllers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I still had in the basement because <laughs> they're sort of like small, like guitar straps are sort of like smaller than normal. That's fun. Uh, oh yeah, there it. you can see the, uh, the back of it here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, that's their parade at school. <laughs> I love how uh, it's like in the parade pick, right? There's all these kids in like their costumes. They're just like a singular, it's just their person. And here yeah. comes Aria with this like mechazoid <laughs> thing. All the kids are like a witch or a ninja or a stormtrooper. Yeah. 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 And here's yeah. Aria, marine biologist. Marine biologist. <laughs> Um, so, and then the other, the other saga of this is I was like sort of planning, I I don't have the, I don't, I don't really take the time to prototype these things. Right. So like it's, it ends up being much too heavy, but Mm. I can't do anything about it because I like built this over the course of a week, just sort of picking away at it, get an idea. Oh, I could do it this way. And, um, I got this special tape that you can only get from U-Haul stores, by the way, and it's packing tape. But it's it's got like a brown paper backing. Oh yeah, and does it have and like the thread in it that like no, it doesn't the... have the thread. It's 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 like it's like lightweight. It's not like high oh, strength okay. or anything. Um, it's it's easy to tear, like much easier than duct tape or packing tape. You can do it with your fingers. It sticks like really well. It's not like super strong, but it's well enough to hold a box together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used all that so that I could paint over it because I know it oh, wasn't nice. the paint wasn't going to stick to other kinds of tape and stuff. So this way I can tape over, and I actually taped over a bunch of the clear packing tape that was already on these boxes to get the paint to stick. Mm. Um, Good idea. 
Anyway, so I get it all on her. She can barely hold the thing. And so this is this this picture is from the um, the parade they have at school. But that's the thing. See, I thought I had like three more days to keep working on this and maybe lighten it. But I had to like throw this all together with whatever the design was at the time on Thursday because on Friday she needs to march at school at the Halloween parade. That's awesome. It's so um, good. So anyway, so, so when they're trick or absolutely elated in this photo, she, she made it like <laughs> like around one block, and then she was like, "Oh, it's too heavy," and I had to like carry it back to the to her friend's house <laughs> and then catch back up with them while she just oh. marched around with her with her lab coat. But that anyway, still, um, still, exactly, excellent. Um, so that was my that was my Halloween week. Was like, what? This is I have to have this tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> insanity. Well, yeah. But anyway, I was awesome. It came out great. Said, I still have it. It's downstairs. She hasn't played with it. <laughs> that shouldn't surprise anybody. <laughs> yeah. The traits of a six-year-old. She also said to me, um, so we're, we're driving back. She's coming home from school. And I was like, I need you to try on your costume because you have to wear it tomorrow. And I need to know if I need to make adjustments, which I totally did. I had to totally redo the way the straps were attached because it was like falling over backwards and oh. I had to rebalance the whole thing. Basically, I had to add more weight to the headstock, you know. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so she's like, Daddy, I think next year I want to be a witch. And I was like, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> Can yes, do. Good. Good choice. Pencil, pencil that in. Yeah, a yeah. classic choice, but also an easy choice. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have Wonderful. a hat upstairs. Done. Boom. <laughs> <sighs> Wonderful. What did we do? Did on you guys Halloween? have Halloween? Did you guys? We did. Have people come. We uh, we we didn't host anything. We, we didn't turn our light on this year, so we didn't do trick or treating. Oh. Um, partly just because it's rather COVIDy here, and um. Just in case, you know, sort of yeah. didn't want to um, do the whole thing. But typically, uh, we would because we live in a very trick or treat friendly neighborhood. I do feel yeah. a little bad for not participating, um, but You're it not is not on like a main through street or anything, right? Our neighborhood is just all like cul de sacs and back roads and stuff, and it's perfect for trick or treating. Um, we always run out of candy. We always have uh, hundreds of kids come through. It's yeah. pretty amazing, uh, and when when it's normal times it's really nice because we don't even come back in the house we just sit on the front porch <laughs> yeah and we, we play spooky music on a bluetooth speaker and just sit out there and hey you know like they they just stand in line basically there's so many of them oh my so God. <laughs> it's uh it was great um since the pandemic of course trick-or-treating has been pretty uh it, you know weak i guess we're not we're certainly not the only people not doing it but yeah. um the, the first few years we lived here it was like oh um we need 10 times as much candy next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of people like the um, – it was actually rather weak this year. So we were at my daughter's friend's house. Uh, they have kind of a better neighborhood. Our neighborhood is is good. It's just very small. It's so, short, yeah. Yeah, it's just a short little like two cul-de-sacs. Uh, s- sorry, that was wrong. Cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. Ugh, Justin. I know. Attorneys general. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so tones we to control. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to a, a different neighborhood, but they, they're in that zone where you have to buy bags and bags of it. And even then sometimes they're running to the store yeah. halfway through the night. So 
which I would never, I would never do. Like so many of our friends around, they're like, oh yeah, we often have to do a store run in the middle of the night. Ooh, I'd be no, like, I would no, just no, turn no. the light off. What you it, mean is you had to turn that light off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are over. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think next year I'm hoping to do it again. Cause sometimes we'll have like some friends over, have a beer on the porch and just like, you know, the whole town comes through basically. So right. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What else happened? Um, um fucking A, man. Fucking I, it was I need my, to look at my calendar. <laughs> I know. So my birthday was the day after we recorded two hundred. Yeah. I got these we didn't talk about it on the show. I got these amazing headphones from my wife as a birthday gift. She let me use yes. them. She gave them to me a day early to use on the recording. These are um Audio Technica AT M50s. M fifty X. M fifty X. I don't know what whatever that whatever they call what them. that means. Yeah, but it's They're cool. The ones. It's, it's great. Um it came with a nice I don't know if you can see this coily cable. And, see, I don't uh, like those. So, so this I'm trying to decide here. It came with three cables. Oh, okay. Well, that's and, that's and really they're nice. detachable at the ear, of course. Yeah. Um, so I've got a, a short one here, which I thought might be too short for right here. It's more like the perfect length from your head to your pocket. Pocket for yeah. your phone. It came with one very long one. That's probably it. it must be like six feet, eight feet, maybe. Um, I bet it's three meters. Yeah, probably. So it's, which is great for using with the Helix or stuff yeah. like that. So I, cause it's on the floor. Uh, and then this coily one. And I've been leaving the coily one here on my desk, but um, it's great. I sound a lot different to myself here recording. <laughs> Louder? But um, deeper. Like the, the EQ uh-huh. is so different, but it's mostly because these are far more isolating Isolate, on yeah. my head. Uh, I was getting a lot more room sound from my old headphones because they were just sort of on ear. Not over the ear. Sure. But sure. Um, they sound awesome. I've been wearing them a lot. They're super comfortable. Um, they they fold up. They have a bag. It, it's just it's the way yeah. to be. Get yourself some That's nice fantastic. headphones, folks. Yeah, I don't. Um, I've had these for like going on twenty years now, mm-hmm. uh, and they come. They they always have a, a curly cable. the The problem I have with it is it's kind of heavy, mm-hmm. and if you use it for the length that it's capable of by stretching it out, you end up with this tension on it. It's like pulling on. Yeah. Right. Which isn't yeah. great. And it's like, you feel the weight of it and stuff like that. And then when you're not using it, it can be okay. But then like, like I, I have to sort of lay the cable on my lap and then it routinely slips off because of its mm. own weight and stuff like that. So there's a, um, one place where I know you can get a replacement cable for these headphones, but you do have to open it up and solder it. Mm. Um, right, because it doesn't have the detachable yeah. feature. So I keep like going. Ah, next, the detachable month, thing you know? is nice. I even just for storage and stuff. Um, just having it. It's the wave of the future. It's way of the future. It's undeniable. They and do make a Bluetooth. In. It has a twist lock, right? Yeah, it's it's a yeah. like a quarter turn thing. They do yeah. make a Bluetooth variant of these as well. No, Don't no, I know. I'm just saying. If you like get for Bluetooth your for your casual they be, listening, they should be like earbuds or something where you you're yeah. like under your hat or some shit like that. Not, I think, not, yeah, I th- do they, they must still have a cable, I assume, but whatever. Anyway. Is it one of those where there's a cable between the two? That's such a stop, ga- it's such a, like, like a No, they look step. exactly like this. They just have Bluetooth connectivity. But anyway, whatever. Anyway. They're great headphones. I, I like them a lot. They're comfortable. Um, I like wearing yeah. them. So like the, the the kind of thing where even you if look I marvelous thanks even when my album for the day or for whatever not the day but what I'm listening to finishes <laughs> I just leave them on you know even though nothing is playing I'm picturing you've got like a <laughs> the, 
<laughs> the album of the day is just 45 you, minutes. You, it's, 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 it's my album. It's all I'm allowed for the, you it's know, all I'm that's, allowed. that's my, yeah. what's the word I'm trying to think of? It's not allotment, but like allowance. Your allowance, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your album allowance for the day. It's complete. <laughs> oh, shoot. I guess I better fold these suckers up. No, well, that's what that's what I'm saying. I leave them on, even though nothing is playing, just because they're kind of... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. They're comfortable. <laughs> and it, also, like, if I'm focused at work and stuff, this only happens yeah. at work. But, like, if I'm kind of in something, I might not just immediately jump to putting some other music on, just because the... It, it eliminates a sense for me that allows me to focus more. My, my other senses become heightened, such as writing email. Your email sense? Yeah. My email sense is That's tingling. the eighth or ninth sense. I forget which number it is in the list, but it's in there. Yeah, it's right after sense of time and frustration. Yeah, and it's right before fart sense. That's when you how you tell whether it's a fart or a poop. <laughs> Never gamble very, on a fart. Very important sense. <laughs> you get a stroke in the wrong place and you don't have that sense anymore, your life is over. <laughs> oh my. All right. Should we uh keep this show going, I guess? We should. Do you do you wanna do you wanna hit this or do you want another random life story? <laughs> no, let's hit this because this is okay. a little bit of a life story, I guess. Okay. A little and bit of a slightly guitar related. Uh, yeah, it's a life update. No bumps today either. I noticed. Do you want? Do you want me to play a bump? Um, yeah. Here's Why a not? bump. You got one. You got one. Yeah, I got a bump. Here we go. Some fucking reverb. Oh, the Meteor. The Meteor from Caroline Guitar Company. They're good. They do good. good. They do good work. They anyway, do. yeah. Um, last episode, I knew this was happening, but we didn't talk about it because it was one of those things that we didn't want to bring up with a guest. Uh, my band Delaney is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guest, what do you what do you think about this? <laughs> what do you this think about this thing you've never heard about? <laughs> my like band, we're famous people or something, right? I know, uh, <laughs> famous podcasters in this circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, my band Delaney is breaking up. Yeah. Yeah. Shrug. Meh. I, uh, I don't. It, so it's sort of a mixed bag, I guess. Yeah. Um, everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. Truly. Um, when we had, we had like two shows this year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys had mentioned at one point, like, what if we made the one in October, which was at the barn, Mm-hmm. Um, the DIY one. What if that was our last show? And we were all like, what? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's sort well, of. Hold on. Let's talk about this now. Yeah. And yeah. it all sort of like planted that seed of like, okay, well, the one guy who uh, started the band, like as his project and stuff mentioned that it's like, okay, then that's, that's a little more but real. It was than his what- idea. It started out that way, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for a number of reasons. Just that one is that the the pandemic has been exhausting and difficult, to say the least, for local music. Yeah. And it's the music scene in general is just not what it used to be. So it's very hard to be in a band in this environment, for one. Mm-hmm. Two, um, we've all got a bunch of stuff going on. So basically for all of 2020, like most of the bands, we stopped doing stuff because there was nothing to be done. Um, in that time, everybody sort of picked up with other things, right? So sure. 
Kurt, our drummer, got very busy at work. He like moved, <clears throat> and I, I don't. I think he got a new job, and it's crazy. It's good, but it's like really hectic. Mm. Um, I've got grad school. Andy, our bass player, is in another band that's taken off and doing really cool stuff. It's a cover band, but they're like just flat out right. They're, they're yeah. They're booked and it's good. Um, and Matt had a baby who's now like seven or eight weeks old. So it's just everybody's sort of being pulled in other directions and we all recognize it. And the band has become the thing that's like, still enjoy it, right? Still a lot of fun. It's just um, it's when you can't dedicate like the minimum amount of time to it, that's when it, it suddenly becomes even more work, you know? You're, yeah, you're like below, the, the time that you can comfortably dedicate to it is below what it would take for it to keep yeah. self-sustainable. Self, there's a self-sustainability like threshold yeah. with bands that is very desirable, right? Like you really want to hit that yeah. margin. Um, but with taking basically a 12-month hiatus and then life happening in between. <clears throat> so anyway, it's just the, the thing I've been telling people is it's just getting away from us. And I think yeah. that's kind of the best way to put it. Um, nobody's like mad at each other. There's, there's been some like bickering and stuff, which has led to like, do we want to keep doing this sorts of thoughts? But it's not like catastrophic, you know, it's not yeah. creative differences. It's not that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's just sort of like, well, maybe it is time. Like what what if we let's all think about what if we decided it was time and came to the conclusion that like actually yeah, maybe it is. So <clears throat> after the barn show we said we'll just sort of maybe stay quiet for a while and mm-hmm. see how this goes. And then like 2 days later somebody sends us an email with an invite for a show. And so the moment of truth. Right. And it's, and of course it's like an awesome lineup. It's a bunch of bands that we've played with before who are good friends and like great music, cool venue. Like it's, God damn it. You know? So, 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 um, we said to the guys like, what if, um, what do you guys think? Do you want to do this? If, if any one of us doesn't want to do it, we'll just say no thanks. But, um, what if it was our last show? Like what what if we this is the first like we've all been sort of talking to each other about it individually but not as a group and like in yeah. you know secret DMs and blah 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 so we're all <laughs> on the same page but we didn't know each other were on the same page even though we uh, all technically knew and so everyone was like yeah I think that's a great great idea right we'll do this show it'll it'll be sort of going out on our terms and we'll just sell all the merch yeah. Will spend all the band money on some something, and <laughs> there you go, <laughs> no, and it'll be over. <laughs> so that show is on the twentieth. Um, if you're in New England and want to go, you do need to buy a ticket. It's a there's an Eventbrite link in our socials and stuff. I think you can buy at the door too, but it's cheaper to buy it ahead of time. Yeah. Um, some bands, Sleep Spirit and Everway, are playing. The other two bands I can never remember the name of, and I feel uh, the other. Yeah, two bands I can't remember the name of and I feel bad about, but I haven't played with them before. So, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's at Jewel in Manchester, which is the only place in Manchester that is a venue first. Every other place is a bar or restaurant first with a stage and stuff. Jewel is a proper venue. It's a little bit weird. It's, a, I'll be honest, it's a little divey, but it has the biggest friggin' stage in town and great lights, great sound, uh, big space. So, yeah, if you want to see us, this is your last chance. Dancer. Dancer, right. Yes. I looked it up. Thank you. 
yeah, I Delaney, think there's five Sleep, bands. Spirit, Everway, <laughs> and Dancer. Is there only four? I thought there were five. Um. Well, maybe not. Are, I don't know. Are, I'll be honest with your you. Facebook posts. I have not been paying attention very much because it's like, you know, I'm going to do the show, right? There's going to be a good draw. I'm not worried about that. But you guys, look at this sexy yeah. picture of Derek. Look at Matt with his COVID hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was the barn show. Yep. Yeah. So, um, kind of a bummer, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if there's rose-colored colored glasses, Eric says. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to feel nostalgic for this kind of stuff, but I, I partly agree that nostalgia is a very, or can be a very toxic emotion. So let's not forget all the garbage that comes along with stuff I, when you're being nostalgic. I think that's a, that's a very interesting thing to say. Like that, like just culturally that comes up all the time. Like there are so many things that I could feel nostalgia about and I see other people feeling it to a toxic degree mm-hmm. and having, and it making them upset about something. And yeah. it's like, that's, that's it. it. It's actually not hard to tell. Are you doing this wrong? Like, are you feeling upset about something? Cause you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. Nobody, like, whatever's going on, like, that's a nostalgic thought, if it's making you sad, you don't have to feel that way. You could actually just feel happy for the thing. It's really all going on inside of you, so. Right, but I'm saying, like, nostalgia can, it's so easy to go, like, oh, the band was so great. Like, it was so, so fun, and it was so effortless. Not true. No, definitely not. Like, it's very uh, easy to look back and forget the bullshit. Forget right? all, because, this, all the stuff that was tough. Yeah, because yeah. you want to forget the stuff that was tough, right? So looking back and reminiscing is one thing. Yeah, but yeah. I think one needs to be careful to also acknowledge why it's not a thing anymore, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Band broke up for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a <clears throat> a great record still there. Oh yeah. I'll like, still it'll, exists, it'll be all, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's all around. Yeah. So anyway, as a result, um, partly as a result, um, I'm thinking about selling some gear, right? I was, so I'm on the list to get a Don't Novo. Don't ask me. <laughs> right. Slash, you know, um, you know? <laughs> I'm on the list for a Novo, which will be ready in like the spring or summer. Um, yeah. at the time when I was like, committing to that and putting money away. Yeah. I did some math and like figured out the timeline. I was like, oh, if I keep saving X dollars per month at this rate, uh, I will have a surplus of this amount by the time the guitar is ready. And I thought, well, that's cool. Like I can either just stop saving and have exactly what I need for the guitar and not worry about it. Or I can keep saving because it's not too difficult putting away just like 50 to $100 here and there. But over many, many months, and it adds up pretty quick. So um, I was like, maybe I'll get a new amp with that as well. New guitar, new amp, new me, right? I'll be done with grad school, and it'll be just sort of like a, yeah, this will be fun. Um, But with Delaney wrapping up, and honestly, even in the last, I don't know, six months, having not used my Vox AC30 in kind of a while. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Helix. Thanks a lot, Helix. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thinking about selling it because it is overkill, right? It it's it's a good amp. It's a great amp, but it's really loud and it's really <laughs> heavy. And it's <laughs> it's just so much amp, you know. And if I'm not gonna be in a band anymore, 
Mm-hmm. What, what I'm having this like identity crisis issue of like, what good is it doing sitting in my basement? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'll yeah, plug so it the in. Thing. It, it's like you're, you're, you're sort of on the one hand between like, it's a cool thing to have. Oh, it's a cool right? thing. But if you're not going to yeah. use it, like, are you depriving someone else? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. That's, that's you a know? thought. And it's, it's like, let's be clear. It's not a vintage AC30. There's nothing special about it. It's the one you could go buy today at Guitar Center. I don't know. The guy from Delaney used it for a while. <laughs> Frig, right? So I wonder if he signed it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of me scratching my beard. I'm going to sign the inside of the chassis. <laughs> but um, like, I just, I, I, I also think amps like that they need to be kind of loud enough for them to yeah. really do their work. But that's louder than I can realistically be at home yeah. most of the time. It so anyway, one of those switches. No, it does not. So, yeah. and also Helix, right? Like, <laughs> so for live, I've been using that because of the in-ears and the monitoring and the, the tracks and all that stuff. So like, that's a no brainer solution. So yeah. live is, it's like out of the equation and at home, it's a behemoth of an amp for, for home. So anyway, I've been thinking about the Rev D20. Mm-hmm. To which was originally like on my list is like maybe I'll, when I get a new amp maybe it'll be the Rev D20, and now I'm thinking like well I could sell the the AC30 to get a major part of the way to funding that thing, right? So we this is the one bit of gear we can talk about I guess. So the Rev D20, <laughs> Rev amps made in Canada, and um, it is a small little lunchbox amp that has a two notes torpedo load box built in. Yeah, so I remember this coming along on when when it was like a new item onto our gear news, right? Yes, yes. So it's like a six V six six L six. I can't remember. Um, tube amp, r- proper tube amp. Um, can't see there. And it's in there somewhere. So oh, one of those like giant oh, bullets. It's gonna be one of these little things. Yeah. So it's uh, um, six V six. Six V six. So it's um. And it's really, really like designed to be to fifteen watt kind of job. It's a it's a twenty watt. The D twenty. Twenty. Oh well, they're doing a good job with their six six V sixes to get twenty watts out of them. Twenty watts, but it's got a power scaling down to four. Mm. Love that. Yep. It's got a headphone out, right? It's got a a pull like a push pull pot for mm-hmm. a boost, a built in boost, and then it's got the the two notes tech built right in. So it's got six. Virtual cabinets on a rotary encoder on the front, and it's got an XLR out on the back, USB on the back, and you so you can go direct with and this. And that's amp. a load box, right? Yeah. So you could, yeah. So like you could totally headphone with this amp if you want. Totally. Yeah. Totally yeah. could. And so I was thinking, this thing plus a one twelve would be like a pretty sweet setup. Yeah, yeah and um, I mean, look, look, four watts can can be louder than is comfortable in a room oh, with other easy. people. Like unless easy. you're unless you're the only thing going on. In the, you know what I mean? Like it's not like super loud, but you could definitely disturb people with four watts. Totally, if you wanted um, to. <laughs> and so, like that's the thing, though. And I like the size is nice. Like it's small enough that I could, like Looks I don't like you keep your bowling balls in there <laughs> because of the gym bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the AC thirty sounds awesome. But I can't bring that thing up two flights of stairs to record here in the office. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. too that I would die. <laughs> so like this thing feels like it could fit on my keychain more or less and <laughs> and I could plunk it down on my desk and go straight into my interface using the two notes. Yeah. And still getting the tube 
saturation in the Would tube. Would you do that though? Because you have helixes. Isn't this for plugging in when you want to have a speaker? It's for all of the above, right? Like, yeah. I, it's yeah. for whatever I think, and I, I just love that adaptability, that hybrid idea of it. Because I, I looked at a bunch of other traditional tube amps, and it still felt like it's just going to sit in the basement when most of my playing is sort of in this environment, in front of this computer, for the podcast, yeah. for tracking, for whatever. I like this bridge is a gap that is very appealing. So, so okay. So I want to I want to d- dig into that gap a little bit because from my perspective, I'm thinking, isn't your isn't like the HX stomp already at that desk? And so like, yeah, I mean, not always, are, but yeah. So so, but I, I'm not saying that that you shouldn't reach for this instead. But I want to understand like. I know. Is, is it a simplicity? <clears throat> what, what comes to mind is there's a simplicity to going, well, actually, I'm just going to turn on an amp. And then I'm not going to think about, well, which preset do I use or any of that crap? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> there's, it's it's some stupid lizard brain state of mind stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's so that's valid. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, and I think yeah, it would be like it's okay if I get to a, still want an amp, <laughs> right? And and that's the thing. Like if I do want to play with some other people, yes, I can do the Helix thing, and yes, yeah. I can bring the 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 FRFR cab, and that's all great. Mm-hmm. But there's it's just I don't know. It's it's options, I guess. It's the tonal variation of it all. It's the the two notes stuff. I think is awesome. And it's just, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. I just, it's, mm, yeah. it's I can't really put my finger on it, <laughs> and, and I know that like that's the the thing that that I I can make fun of myself about this because I totally get it. Yeah. Both my Helix products are on the floor right here. So right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but it's the like you said. It's partly the um, oh, what preset am I going to use? Am I going to build a new sound for this today, or am I just going to plug in and play for a little while after work? Am I going yeah, to and not worry about what it? You know. Yeah, and like if I had a one twelve, that would probably still hang out in the basement, and I could just put the amp here on my desk if I wanted to track with it for something. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. I know it's kind of redundant, but I, I think if I um, if I don't have the AC30, right, I will not have a tube amp in the house. Right. So I don't think well, I want to be there. You have a tiny terror. I'm probably going to sell that too, right? <laughs> it's a micro terror, not even oh, the tiny terror. <laughs> it's not even tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but I was probably going to sell that too, get another hundred bucks or so towards this thing, and I just think. Sure. Um, it's a, I mean, it's just a fucking cool piece of gear. So, yeah. and on this order of like new guitar, new amp, new me. <laughs> <laughs> it's your makeover. So, um, anyway, Eric's asking um, two notes, cab sims. Yes. So the two notes yeah. tech is a, a impulse response thing. It's also the load box in the amp, so you can run it without a speaker cab connected safely. Yeah, they're they're pioneers in the that whole load boxing simulating market. And so they're they're digital controlled cab sims too. It's not it's not a there are very good but simplistic ones on like the um some other equipment that um well like the the dark glass stuff. Yeah. They have like a couple of things and a couple actually a couple of the the Effectrode Blackbird has some cab mm-hmm. sim stuff in it, but it's purely electronic. It's done with components 
at, at specific values to sort of create an EQ curve. Um, and it's so it's not really the same thing, whereas this is like a true impulse response um, on a, you know, a digital system. At a software it's level. US, yeah, software controllable. That's what I mean. So, um, Is it redundant? Yeah, it's redundant, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I also still like a decent amount of my guitar playing is is still just like by myself down in the basement with some amps and speakers and, and pedals and stuff. So it's not, I'm not always exclusively going like helix or die. Cause that's not what I'm about. It's just like the, yeah, uh, the helix thing came along because, uh, you know, one found a great deal, right. It was a good time to buy for like, personally, it was, it's a great solution for me live, which is like the, now that's ending. So like, there's just a lot of things like kind of rolling in. So anyway, <laughs> Goonies never say die. Yeah, it's just nice to have a tube amp. Totally yeah. agree. Justin's got two over his shoulder. Yeah, those <laughs> those like almost never get played. Right, but, but you kind of want to have stay them there. Like they're they're just gonna <laughs> stay there. I have I've I've played drums. I've played a drum mix out through this and recorded it through my garage. I used my guitar- garage as an impulse response <laughs> on drums one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that it down. Was sort of, it was sort of cool. It was kind of a cool thing. Although the trouble is, what I really would need is like a PA speaker, um, because yeah. the guitar speaker sounds so wrong on anything <laughs> besides guitars. Like it's it's e- guitar speakers are EQ'd so weird. They are. Yeah. They like massive, like upper mid range bumps. Nothing over four kilohertz practically, and then like all this weird wobbly crap that goes on below them, and the resonance is like in a super wrong place for listening to full frequency sound, um, seventy five hertz. Like what is that? What is that? I mean that's the that? resonance of most twelve inch speakers. So, so anyway, yeah, anyway. I, I know that like you know in the the gear collection and gear redundancy question like. Do I feel guilty about it? I guess a little, but also I like I like gear. So like just let me live my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well Do you know the, what I mean? the yeah, the pie slice of the listeners of this program who are gonna be on you about liking gear. It's right. pretty thin. Right. I just think the D twenty seems like a, a a I like the hybrid thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Gear's yeah. fun. Hey, guys, gear's, gear's fun. F- hey, guess what? Hey, friggin' guitar amps, am I right? Yeah. Fuck. Hey. <laughs> okay, I want to tell you why my brain's mush. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this is, this is audio-related. It's not super guitar-related, but um, this week uh, was when my uh, Pro Tools is the software that I work on mm-hmm. almost all the time. Although I've started to branch out into a couple of other things. I'm starting to do more video things like this. And I don't know. I guess maybe I'll figure out video at some point. <laughs> but um, but like I do a few things in a couple of, of other apps because Pro Tools is a little mm-hmm. finicky. It honestly like every day I have to open open audio files in something else and convert them because Pro Tools can't read it. And it's not because it's a weird audio file, like an Aug Vorbis file or something. <laughs> it's because it's an AFE, but it's the wrong AFE. <laughs> like, okay. at some point, Pro I didn't Tools know an fucking, AFE could be wrong, but okay. No, well, apparently there's different types. And I've had, uh, I've had somebody send me a file that they exported as an AIF file, which is the same as WAVE with a different file header. And Pro Tools is like, nope, 
the fuck is this? Can't read it. It's like Pro Tools. <laughs> it is Bitstream audio. Like, what is your problem? I've had it not open certain wave files before. Hmm. It's impossible to think that that's okay. This is interesting and, and, to hear because it's like it is the pillar of the industry, is it not? Well, it it was the industry for a long time, and yeah. then it was the pillar of the industry that had some other things in it. And for the last few years, it's kind of been like, yeah, but look what this other app can do, and yeah, but look what this other app can do. Mm-hmm. And Avid kind of, I think, responded to that by kind of getting into more of a cycle of more frequent updates. So all of their versioning changed to dates. So I'm using uh, tw- uh, 2021.0. 10 now so pretty much every month at least one comes out sometimes there's even a dot one in the middle it's also a subscription model now is it not well yes that's available okay so here's actually the detail so this basically happens um, i'm using pro tools for things anything with video in it um if i have to do any editing to the video i can't do it in pro tools because pro tools Mm -hmm. can't handle that more than one video track no any editing to the one video track no and then mm. there's the annoyance of everything has to be exactly the right thing and all this crap. It's sort of a pain, but it's the way I like to work and it's what I'm yeah. used to. And um, they are updating it. And they're most, you know, lately a lot of the updates have been visual, but they've been nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but like, yeah. okay, so that's, that's the perspective that I'm coming to this from. So a couple of years ago, they did change their model. They've had, actually had a subscription for a while, but I was on a perpetual license. Uh, and I would pay for a year's worth of support and updates. That was $99 mm, okay. a year, right? So I would, and I was happily kind of paying that every year. Give okay. me the support updates, keep up, you know, give me the bug yeah. fixes, give me the new features, stuff like that. Um, now, what they really want is for everybody to switch to subscription because then if you stop paying, you can't use the software anymore. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a perpetual license, I would just stop getting updates, mm-hmm. right? So there's the distinction. So what they did was they changed it. To keep your perpetual license, now it was going to cost you $200 instead of $100. Annually? Annually, right. That's if you're okay. if you're buying annually, right? Sure. Uh, or so that was that was one year of updates. Sorry, because that's for the, prescri- the the perpetual license. So yeah. one year of updates became two hundred dollars. But if you want to cross grade their your perpetual license into a subscription license, which by the way means you surrender it, it turns into a subscription, and you cannot go back to that perpetual license. Oh, okay. That oh. one, if you're doing that cross grade, we'll do that for you for the ninety nine that you were paying before. Okay, so we're doing this, like, it's very clear. Like, we're going to just change our prices to convince you to go to subscription. And the subscription comes with some other goodies. There's, like, a couple of plug-in packs and shit that I utterly don't care about. They're very stupid. Mm-hmm. It, it to incentivize feels, you. It, it, it feels <clears throat> like it's it's aimed at somebody who's co- who's coming into it from nothing, honestly. And I'm sure there's some stuff in there that's good. But I have, like, a whole suite of third-party plugins and stuff that I'm used to using. Yeah. And this stuff... A lot of it, all the stuff that's included feels very beginner to me and is not, it doesn't interest me. It's not going to work its way into my workflow, right? Yeah. So I don't care. So apparently that price, that subscription price of of 99 a year, if I transfer my license over, was a two-year deal. And after that, it was going to go back to the regular price. So the regular price for a Pro Tools subscription is 30 a month or 300 a year. So- 
On November 6th, when my subscription renewed, my price tripled. Oh. Okay. So my price didn't go up by a little bit. My price tripled. Okay. From 99 to, to, uh, uh, two ninety nine. And I got, and I didn't get a notice about this. Yeah, right? I just, yeah, my, I just never got do a credit anymore. card bill, right? I got a, Hey, congratulations. Your pro tools updated. Great. Click here to see your, to log into your account and see your invoice, which I did. And I saw that it was two ninety nine. Oh. and I said, Oh, fuck you guys. I said, I, I, so I, I was like, this is not acceptable. So I had to spend a day pra- practically getting on with them, finding someone at support to talk to and just pleading with them. Like this is for one thing, it's predatory, but it's not mm-hmm. a good value. Like you can't possibly think that this is worth triple what I was paying for the, the dumb goodies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I still have this crap I have to deal with. I still can't do all the things that other DAWs like Reaper, for example, can do which is easily. H- hilariously free. Well, it's <laughs> it's the, the personal license yeah. is $60, I think $200 okay. for, a, for a professional right, license. But, but I the think point is that's yeah. a perpetual license too. I, I think it's like fully featured and then the, you can just click his, the his keep demo trying. demo doesn't expire. <laughs> yeah, keep <laughs> yeah. demoing. <laughs> <laughs> because he knows that his software is worth a, a, yeah and people and it's anyway Ugh. other uh, even like, logic is what 199 forever logic is pretty cheap yeah and yeah. and and of course there's there's compatibility with logic cuz it's made by apple but mm-hmm. but the point is like it, it doesn't have almost everything else doesn't have these problems i'm not going i don't have to convert files like with reaper i can drag any file type in mix them match them I can mix different sample rates into the same session. I mean, I can put video onto an audio track. Like, there's no difference between anything. Anyway, it's it's just flexible and light, and it doesn't have these quirks. But it's not what I'm used to. And that was really the only thing keeping me on Pro Tools. Yeah. So I, I basically I have to yell at them for a while, and they're not budging. Um, I think like two years ago, maybe I knew that this was like I'd read the fine print maybe and then forgotten about it, that this was a two-year deal. But I kind of thought there's no way this is going to fly. There's no way they're going to convince people to either pay twice as much or move over here and then in two years you're going to play three times as much. But I guess I sort of got tricked or something. The market did not push them out of this idea. And so all they have now is is basically my feedback and saying like, I'm a, so how, I'm a 20-year Pro Tools customer. Something, right. And I, I said, to, I was like, I, I said to this lady, like, you, you got to understand, like, this doesn't do things that everything else does. Like, it's, you're still behind. You're still playing catch up and you think you can triple the price. It's not worth this. It's ridiculous. And it's insulting to me as I've been a customer for 20 years and they're, I'm gone. I'm, that's it. So eventually they're not budging. They eventually decide that they're going to give me a $200 credit. Okay. And they promise me that next year this will not be the case. So the, the credit won't be the case or. Right. Okay. So next like this year, is the a price will be the thing. price, and we're not going to do it again. Like I have in yeah. writing that this is not going to happen again. So basically, I have a year to to find a new dog to to rip off that <laughs> band aid. So yeah. the past two days, I've been sinking my teeth into things. For one thing, um, really interesting uh, UAD Luna. 
Which yeah, is, that's um, Rhett Shell uses that. He's talked about it on yeah. his channel. Um, I will say, from the perspective of a Pro Tools user, <laughs> uh, it's awesome. It is very <laughs> clear that they tried to basically rebuild, remake Pro Tools. All the keyboard <laughs> shortcuts are the same. Love it. The layout is essentially the same, except in a few places where theirs is literally better. Like it just makes more sense. Great. And um, there's a few extra features that are simplified, you know, instead of mm -hmm. like different editing tools that put you in different modes, you just hold the shift key and then all of a sudden it works like this other mode. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and so everything's sort of on the fly. Um, it is it is music focused. And I think you could mm -hmm. do dialogue in it and it would work fine, just like Pro Tools does. Um, but there's absolutely no video in it. And there's a few other restrictions that feel like early Pro Tools. Um, for one thing, it's hardware limited. Uh, Luna is free to anyone who has a Thunderbolt UAD interface. Mm -hmm. It's also only Mac right now, only Thunderbolt Mac. Mm -hmm. And what's weird is it it um, it puts an iLock license on your iLock account, um, which made me think that they had gotten rid of the hardware requirement, but it doesn't boot up unless you mm -hmm. have your hard, your UAD hardware connected. So I don't know why there's an iLock there. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Like Maybe I get the future proofing plugins, thing. Your plugins are tied into it and everything, but like I should really be able to turn it on and just, you know, export my mix or edit or something. You know what I mean? Like I know I can't mm -hmm. use my hardware, but like I should be able to edit on the on the core audio driver, which every other dog can. So that's kind of an old fashioned Pro Tools style limitation from the day when. So I, I'm wanting that to get fixed. Um, there's also weird things like um, there's actually there's only eight buses in it. There's mm. unlimited tracks, and they mention right on the page, like, unlimited tracks, you know? Every DAW has track limits, and it might be 800 or 500, <laughs> but there's a limit. This is unlimited tracks, but only eight buses. Um, so that's <laughs> weird. That feels like an analog <laughs> mixing console. I think that's where they got that. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Like, you're in, at, at some point, like, you can make your soft. <laughs> but those are the buses. <laughs> a flaming bus. A oh, my God. Great awesome. gift. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, so can, so can you Luna, bring that into the window? Like, okay, you want to see it? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's a bus, but it's a friggin' bus from hell, is what it is. <laughs> Love it. We got some uh, side info going on here. So, yeah. um, so Luna, Luna seems really awesome. Um, Lots of good features, but it, it's not going to work for everything that I need because I do sometimes need to work on video and stuff like that. So yeah. ultimately, um, it's not a learning curve. It's mm. going to be easy. And it's really awesome the way it integrates because you yeah, can use your hardware for all the no latency stuff. It's just built right in. You don't have to use the separate console mixer and the, the way they've set up the, the headphone mixes and everything is really clever. Plugins are handled really cleverly. Like it will use its power where it's needed to make things low latency. Mm. And then it'll actually transfer things back onto your CPU when oh. when it needs to get the power for somewhere else, which is hmm. really innovative for UAD, really which has clever. always been hardware based before, uh, and it uses third party plugins as well, which goes yeah. without saying. But I was going to say the, the tough part with this is learning a new platform, right? Like I yeah. I know not so much anymore because I'm I'm very out of practice, but like Adobe <laughs> products, like I did for work for a long time, I'm even very familiar with like the keybinds and all this stuff for like yes. Adobe Illustrator, right? Um, to move to a different vector graphic software is challenging. And yeah. even stuff like, <clears throat> like I use Final Cut Pro 10 occasionally. I'm, I'm familiar with that, but moving to um, 
uh, Premiere, the Adobe version, the Adobe yeah. equivalent product. Forget it. Like I cannot even find my <laughs> way around. And I've tried. I'm like, today's the day. I'm going to like poke through Premiere. Nope, forget it. it it's just, it's so intimidating to switch platforms uh, because of that uh, ecosystem thing, right? <clears throat> so it is, it is. And you know, I, th- I th- honestly think that um, there's something about the underdogs in these. Um, industries Mm -hmm. that makes them hungrier to be easy to switch to, right? Like, and I think that's where like Reaper gets away with it. Like Reaper is, is quickly becoming the thing. So basically for two days, I've had my head into Reaper because it was quickly clear to me that Luna, I might use Luna whenever I'm recording or especially when I'm recording music. Um, and maybe I'll even mix in it because it's got cool features for that, but we'll see about those eight buses. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I sometimes, I sometimes do a lot of sub mixing, but anyway, um, the 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 customizability of Reaper, like Reaper is a, an opaque black box. It's like so weird, like how unuser friendly it is, especially when you turn on, there's a bunch of shit that by default is set in this insane way. And if you type like Reaper and then name the setting or name the feature into Google, <laughs> it will just be like th- six pages of people going, why on earth would this be the default? This makes sense <laughs> to no human ever. So it's just like, so basically I sat down with like a, a whole series of, of tutorials and I let, you know, Kenny Joya, who is a great engineer from New York, like essentially take me through, take me into Reaper. And a lot of it is very like, you don't have to know anything about computer recording to begin this lesson. So a lot of it's That's good. I'm just sifting through, but he keeps peppering in this shit like, oh, by the way. Um, set this here and your paths will be this and like your, your default recording path. And, oh, we can actually make Reaper create a subdirectory for us with every new project. Oh, we can save this memory location right on this keystroke. And the thing is like every action in Reaper is assignable to a key or a mouse gesture or something. You can change everything. You can change everything about the way it looks everything is changeable, but you got to know what it is. So you got to open up this actions list, well, you, you gotta find know. it, and then assign the bind, you know? Um, yeah. but I can, and everything in the menus I can change. So I'm just, as I go through this whole thing, I'm going so slow and I'm just working my way through going, well, I don't like how that works. Hold on. So like today, um, I had actual work to get done, but I said, I'm going to, I'm, this is the moment I'm going to rebuild my preset. I'm going to rebuild mm. my template in Reaper. And then I went through like, I like the way Pro Tools works in a lot of ways, and I'm going to try to find those places where Reaper, actually, there's an easier way to do it, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I can retain. Like, a lot of the editing in Pro Tools is, like, lightning fast, so I need, like, and I can break it down like that in Reaper. So I went in and customized my mouse gestures, so if I'm in the top half of a clip, clicking and holding these modifiers is going to do these things. And if I'm in the bottom half, it's going to do these other things, which is just like Pro Tools multi-tool. Yeah. And I just I just built that all to be Pro Tools. Changed whatever they had in there. I was like, I don't care. Delete it. I'm rebuilding all of my keystrokes from the ground up. And slowly, so I did something that takes me like about two hours and I spent five hours on it today Oof. because I was doing it in Reaper, but I was building all of my shit the whole yeah, time. And by of, the end of it, yeah. the last 15 minutes of the podcast, I was whipping through and it basically, it was looking a lot more like I'm used to and behaving well, also, no, next like time I'm used to. It'll, it'll behave right. the entire time how you And I saved to. that preset, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that's interesting because now you have to go through and like not only decipher what its default mode is, but yeah. figure out if it's if the thing is of value to you, 
and then yeah. how how to make it of value to you, right? And, and how that's to, why how those to, videos were of value because yeah. they're like, here's what it go, here's what's happening, and here's the keystroke, and I go, oh oh oh, I want that to be Command yeah. M. Right. I know that right away. Oh, I want to like most of the stuff in Reaper. I I basically want to flip Command and Option because they've got it backwards. Mm. And, you know, and I just know that. Like, so basically on everything, mm-hmm. I'm just going in, flipping what the modifier does. Cool. And then I'm fine, you know, cool. with, with most of them. So, so we're doing it. I've, so I've, I've done, I've done one bit of work in Reaper. And as I, if I get more into video, I'm probably going to learn DaVinci Resolve because I got that. Yeah, that's that's one of the other bit. ones that people like because it's it's well, is that's it free. Actually, there's a free version or there's something. There's a free right? version, yeah. yeah. And, and then there's like a if you if you want more features or something. I'm not. Sh- I don't know yet what yeah. the features are, but um, but that's another one. When you open that one up, it says, "What are you used to using?" And you can pick oh. like Premiere or, Final, or Cut. Final Cut. Pro Tools was on that list. Wow. Or Avid. Um, cause yeah. avid media composer, but, uh, so then it, and I don't even know what that does. Like I clicked pro tools and it, it popped up and I was like, okay, this looks like a video editor, but I'm sure there are things in there. It's probably things like, com- like pre- uh, the zoom buttons match what yeah. pro tools zoom buttons are and stuff like hmm. that, you know? Yeah. I mean, final cut, I started learning it on final cut express Four like a million years ago. Yeah. Um, ended up getting final cut pro 10 somewhere along the way when they introduced it and it needed a bunch of work early on. Remember that? Um, yeah. it's, it's kicking ass now. It's like, it's so good. I love it. Um, and it's, again, it's a perpetual thing. It's two ninety nine. It's more expensive than logic, but it's so easy to use. So yeah. anyway, yeah. That's cool. I mean, it sucks that you're faced with this, but it's sort of the... I do have a year. Yeah. So, like, if I have work that's time-sensitive and I'm under a crunch, like, I'm also, like, it came in an okay week. Like, I'm actually not mm-hmm. stressed out with with tons of deadlines right now. Um, but, it, like, if I have a project that is going to take a long time and I actually, like, need to not drag my feet on it, I might just hop back and do it in Pro Tools. I've yeah. got a year. That's good. That's good. You know? Um, so, whatever. I'm... Huh. I was so angry though. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. And then when I when I when I I originally wrote them and then they wrote back and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to talk to somebody right now because somebody needs to hear my rage." <laughs> yes, you need to hear the tone of my voice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. That's really frustrating. I'm sorry you have yeah. to deal with that. Okay, I hope that that wasn't shit content for this podcast. Do you want to talk about pedals? Sir? Sure. Yeah, why not? Hey, fuck do you? it, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cool. Uh, let's talk about some pedals. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals. 
and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. <laughs> the only ones I have left are porn ones. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're um, we might we might need to we might need to have a new tradition sometime soon. Yeah, I think the, okay. the butts are getting okay. thin. What would we do for that? The butts I, are getting thin. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh yeah uh send us in uh send in your suggestions for pedal genie ad read gif dumps I guess GIF themes I yeah yeah um we may have run the course on butts we'll see <laughs> yeah anyway so yeah pedals um I mentioned this on episode 200 so I bought uh, a fuzz pedal and I had added it to my pedal yeah. genie wish list and then by the time I had the one I purchased arrive, Pedal Genie sent me the same one like the next week. Yeah, <laughs> so, that was, that's awesome. Yeah, so classic, um, classic dummy move on me. So what I did was uh, over on the YouTube's on the on the channel here um, is a live stream of that fuzz pedal, the Keeley Fuzz Bender, with the Chase Bliss Audio Dark World, which is what Pedal Genie sent me after that. So the the ad thing for this week is the Dark World, and it's a it's a reverb. And it's very cool. It's a double-sided thing. I already sent it back, so I don't have it here. But it's a double-sided reverb. I think it's among Chase Bliss's um, easiest to use pedals. Oh, good. So yeah, so they have a definite format for their stuff, yeah, right? Like, totally. so when you say double-sided, like, do they have any pedals that aren't? Because I think that they do. Um, well, it's it's two discrete reverb circuits, right? They're different sounds, okay. um, and it's not like you can both set them both to plate, like or both to spring or whatever. They're very different. And actually, fun thing about this pedal, the world side on the right was designed by Keeley, and the dark side on the left was designed by Cooper FX. So we sort of had a double Keeley demo this week. Um, and what's <laughs> nice. cool is you can run one pedal, one side into the other or run them both in parallel. And then they mm-hmm. each have kind of their own uh, parameters. So if you scroll back up there, you can kind of see the the leftmost knobs apply to the leftmost delay or is it reverb and same for the right. Yeah. And it's got the toggle switches um, for like reverb type and stuff. So the right side, uh, the I think it's the world side, is the far more traditional guitar reverb kind of sounds spring plate mm-hmm. hall uh it's got pre-delay on it um and it's it's big big cavernous sounds um great sounds very very quiet very low noise floor yeah um which i know is a thing with reverbs sometimes then the other side the the left hand side the dark side is <laughs> fuck yeah is um, <laughs> is far spookier it's very um uh, it's way more effecty, right? There's like a shimmer type thing. There's some weird modulation stuff. It can do some tremolo type stuff. Very shimmer. strange. Yeah. Got some weirdo things in there. And then it'll hold a couple of presets and it's got MIDI and expression CV control. And then of course all the dip switches on the back, which I never really get into with Chase Bliss because I, I feel like I don't want to break it. <laughs> like, um, what don't... those are typically doing is they're assigning certain parameters to the ramp control, so to, you can't yeah. really do anything with that unless. Well, I guess you you can use it with an expression, yeah, or MIDI, um, but then you you can also I think if you click the buttons in a certain way, it'll cause a ramp to happen over a certain amount of time, something like that, yeah. So oh, that's um, what this is. It's a secondary function on this decay knob has the yeah. ramp, so you could set like the time that it will auto ramp. So essentially, you're 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 
if I understand it correctly, and the one time I had a Chase Bliss pedal, I couldn't even make it make sound. So don't, you know, it was a long time ago. I've <laughs> yeah. been doing a podcast well, for a lot think, longer than I was when I was that age. I think some of their pedals are easier to use than others. Okay. Well, they, it was a tremolo. It should have been easy. But anyway, <laughs> they, um, you're also essentially some, creating yeah. two, uh, two, um, endpoints for certain parameters and so you're including some of the parameters in the shift and then when you when you do that action or when you move your expression it's going to switch between those endpoints on the parameters you choose yeah which could be a range of only 10 percent or something right. or it could be zero to a hundred yeah. um so anyway it was a cool pedal uh i, I see it on a lot of boards i i get why people like yeah. it it's it's a good one it's about 350 bucks um the demo is up on the channel, like I said, and I use the fuzz too, which is really cool. Um, Eric says you can't beat the footprint. Totally true, right? It's yeah, <laughs> it's a great size, although it is heavy as fuck. Those Chase oh, Bliss pedals are heavy. Shit. Yeah, um, yep. not like that's a real thing that guitarists are concerned with, but it's heavy. <laughs> anyway, do you have the demo? Um, you can say no. <laughs> I didn't do anything with it. Did you make it in a format that I can just play? Because I didn't even no, look. No, I did. It's all individual tracks. Okay. I can play That's an okay. individual track if you want. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to? Yeah, let me see. What do, what do you got in here? Do you like... Um, uh, Dropbox, Tone Control. I don't know. One of the guitar... One of the guitar tracks, obviously. I don't know which is which. They're just like lead, left, right. Uh, Other Dark thing, World right. and Fuzzbender. Okay, so not the bass one, I guess. Um, backing left, sure. Or the lead. <laughs> Do the lead, actually. Okay, I've got a lead left and right. Are there two leads, or are they just two sides? There are two leads um, because I used each side of the reverb. <laughs> okay. Just to get weird, yeah. Uh, I wonder if I can pull them both in. Let me see. Oh, it pulled them as separate files. Oh, uh, oh well. I'll I'll play this. Hold on, let me just. So here's and the I left. also okay. Go ahead. I should fix it in post and put this in. This is stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to like overwrite a bunch of this with the actual demo once I put it together because that was dumb of me to not look. Um, But but I also didn't, like I was like right up to the minute when I had to run out the door. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, Eric's asking if that's the Keeley 2. I assume you mean the fuzz. Yeah, that's the Keeley fuzz bender, which is a great Mm -hmm. pedal. I I didn't mention this, but I grabbed that sort of an impulse buy for my birthday. I was like, I've been playing the fat guy little coat a lot more. Yeah. And um, from 37 effects, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm finally turning the corner into fuzz, which I know is going to make a lot of people very happy. <laughs> but um, And a few people very mad. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I wonder if I can get like dip my toe into fuzz for not too much money and see what's out mm-hmm. there. So the fuzz bender is, uh, as the name implies, kind of a tone bender style fuzz. And it's got a handful of features that I thought were very interesting and used. I got it for under a hundred bucks. 
So I was like, this, even if it sucks, I bet I can sell it for a $5 profit. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's a good one and it's got a bias control so you can rebias the transistors and stuff. And it sounds like insane when you do that. It's got uh, plus or minus 20 dB on the EQ, active EQ, and just loads of fuzz and loads of gain. It's a good one. I like it a lot. I should find that. I mean, for I got there it for ninety five bucks. I think, yeah, there it is. I think. Look at where those jacks are. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. So when the bias is turned all the way uh, counterclockwise, it's kind of in its neutral position, kind of where it is voiced okay. the fullest, and then you can bias it up so it, it sounds like really gated. It starts to like lose its shit. Yeah, it loses its all this shit. Yeah, <laughs> so. It's That's whole great, bias yeah. gets into the wrong position is what I yeah. understand. <sighs> so anyway, it's a good one. I like it a lot. Yeah. That's what I have. Gnarly. Chase Plus Audio Dark World Reverb is 349. If you like it, go get it. Fantastic. Um, I have, present tense, uh, this bad boy. Yeah. From Alexander Super Balls. The oh, Super Bowl Kinetic Modulator. Look at this motherfucker. You remember Super Balls? Oh. Yep. God, what, a, what a time. That, that is a thing that I did not know I haven't thought about in a very long time until right now. You, di- you didn't know you hadn't thought about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So here's what's up. Um, what is happening? You know. What is that noise? Uh... Uh-oh. Oh, it's what happens if you don't plug a guitar in, but you turn a guitar <laughs> amp on on a mic preamp. Now there. we know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Doing all the hard work here for you guys so you don't have to. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. No. I tested this. You remember all the troubles I've been having with noise yeah. while we're doing the podcast? I tested this before we started, and it did not make all this noise. It also sounds incredibly loud. Like your guitar sounds very loud. From what little... Yeah, it's kind of loud. Oh, it's because I haven't... I have this other thing turned on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now we know. (laughs) I have to... Okay, so I'm only allowed, I have like 18 inputs in the studio, and I'm only allowed to use two for the stream because that's the only thing that will be heard. (sighs) Okay, I was like so confused. There we are. I I couldn't, yeah, so I had had like a ton of gain, and then I was feeding that into a guitar (laughs) amp. So it's like I had it under a distortion pedal. Okay, modulate everything. Yeah, um... I don't know, Derek. Do you want to actually try to figure out how this thing works? Because I got to be honest, I will tell you that if I just turn this on, like weird stuff happens. The lights go crazy. They <laughs> blink and, and they do all kinds of weird things. I can't figure out what I'm doing except when you've, I turn it so on and off. You've had other pedals from these guys, from Alexander, yeah. and have found would, them intuitive, I remember. Yeah. I thought it made. I thought the other ones definitely made sense. Um, so there's sort of a red side and a blue side. Yeah. LFO and sequence. Sequence, probably? Yeah, like a a sequencer. And then there's low and high range. But I can't figure out how to change those. Is it that button? Well, if I turn it on. 
So I've got the mix. I've got everything kind of centered. Let me just center everything now. Do you get it? Oh like my it's, god! It's, it starts to sort of like slow down, but then it like pitches up, and then it pitches back down again. So, okay, so, so okay. okay. Um, right now, it's it's in the 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 low and high light is green, and then okay. the control light, which says LFO or sequencer, is off. Oh, I just found another button. The yeah, super a button. ball in the middle, right above the R. That's <laughs> yeah, a it's a button. Yeah. <laughs> All the Alexander Okay, so now I'm in high that. mode. <laughs> <laughs> I think the graphics of the guy throwing the ball around, it bounces around the room. I think that's what's happening inside okay, this pedal. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Oh, no, I switched it again. So now there's a green light that's blinking in rhythm. I think I'm in LFO mode now. Whoop. So turn some knobs. Turn that filter knob. Okay, filter. Let's see. Let's turn filter up. Ooh, the color totally changed. Now it's like purple and it's blinking different. I see. So in LFO mode. Oh yeah, no, this this makes sense to me. See? Okay, so yeah, see. So so I, the the LED is blue, so it's LFO on the control LED, and so now I'm uh, I'm changing the waveform, and so it's pink, and I can see like the, the top light's oscillating pink, and it's like telling me hmm. kind of sort of what shape. Now it's blue. Okay. Okay. Turn it a little more and it turns green. Sort of slower. Let's turn that up. Or that's the mix. Let's turn the uh let's turn the repeat up. Get more. Okay, well I guess that would be a depth in this mode. And Uber rate. flexible we'll turn the rate up. Uber flexible LFO. Dedicated time sequencing and resonant low pass filter. Okay, red it's mode. A okay. It says it's a digital delay, bounciest digital delay oscillations you can imagine. Huh. So I, I put it into the red mode now. Sync. So this knob should be sync now. So now you've got a bypass and a tap tempo. <clears throat> if you hold yeah. the tap tempo, what happens? Like while you're sustaining or something. Uh, all right, let me try. Anything? Uh, it's because it says tap and then bounce in parentheses. <laughs> I can't tell that anything different is happening. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, let's go back to low. I needed a manual. Yeah, All right, um, I still can't quite tell what I'm doing. There's also another jack. There's this red jack on the side. Yeah, it's for MIDI. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at. All right. So, a four built-in presets gives you quadruple the tones. Okay. Blah blah blah. Multi-wave low Wait, frequency it's like oscillator. It's playing on its own now. Okay, the select button. Tap this button to assign the knobs to control pedal functions. The select button allows four knobs to do quadruple duty for full hands-on control. Hold the button down to access the four global parameters for even more real-time control. 
which must be the ones in parentheses, such as ramp, okay, level. Okay, ramp and level, dry circulation. What does that mean? <clears throat> the sequencer. Okay, so if I hold it down and turn up the ramp speed. Oh, user manual. Here we go. I can't tell if I'm changing it. <laughs> this is so weird. Anyway, I mean, obviously, like, you do weird things. I want to get it to do that thing where it, it, like. Hey, Eric says it sounds like a science major's thesis. <laughs> I'm going to spin them while I'm playing here. A filter? It's very wah-y. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Repeat knob? The mix knob is the only thing I consistently can tell that I'm doing something with. You know, if I if I if I dime that. Oh, hang on, hang on. Okay, so. Okay, the easiest way to dial in the Super Bowl is to first turn off the LFO and sequencer. Okay. Okay, so tap the center button until the lower LED is blue. So it's and blue. Okay, it's it's blue. And then turn the rate, depth, and sync knobs fully counterclockwise. Uh, wait. Okay. Okay. And and then tap the button again until the lower LED is red. Yeah. And turn the rate and sync knobs counterclockwise again. It says they're already down. But if I so, wiggle them and turn them down again. So now it, it should, it's basically instructing how to turn off the LFO. So now everything's off. Yeah, you can hear it in the white noise. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just going to 12 o'clock everything again. Now that I'm back into green mode. Okay, yeah. So yeah. now it's behaving normally. Okay, so tap the select button until the upper LED is green. That's where I am. Okay, this lets you adjust the lower bounds of the control ranges. Turn the knobs until you hear the tone you want. Faster. Oh, the time knob works differently, so, so I need to turn it counterclockwise to go faster. It'll self-oscillate, so let's crank that back. The repeats knob. <laughs> And the filter knob is behaving normally. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> okay. All right, we're good. Okay. Um, next, tap the select <laughs> button until the upper LED is red. Okay, red. Which sets the pedal to adjust the high range of the delay effect. I don't know what that means, but... I've done that. <laughs> when you are satisfied, tap the select button once more until the LED, lower LED is blue, which turns you back to LFO adjust mode. And now I can pull that depth back. So now... 
Jesus. I mean, that's just one one section of this for the oscillator. Turn the knobs some and then push that button and then turn the knobs some and push that button and then repeat that two or three more times. Yeah. It will start doing things like this. Sounds like it's hitting me over the head with a metal pipe. <laughs> not, not Eric's cup of tea, I think. Well, that's another one that this is another like sort of fun thing that I personally I, I would I, I would only ever hope to find like one possible use for that in my entire life. Yeah. But some people do. Some people just gravitate to this kind of thing. Like, um, like I, I know I know a guy who um, who totally gets. Uh, the rainbow machine, for example, <laughs> which I can't understand using for music at all. Like that doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah. he's like, Oh yeah, no, that thing, like, like this is, that all, thing's great. all you need to do is this and, and like, you, yeah, makes and it's amazing like, music like, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm thinking, but, but if, if, if this setting is what makes it sound like music, why does it have all these other why settings? Why does it have other non-musical and, settings? And, and yeah. It must be that I don't understand it. So Yeah, that's my criteria for a lot of pedals is if it can yeah. sound musical and usable across its range versus not. Yeah, and, and I think <laughs> in this case, it's definitely a lot of um, something I don't totally understand about the way it works. Like when you when you took me through the like, okay, here's how you set the low range and then the high range – I'm like, okay, now I see. And then after that, yeah. I'm probably going to be setting like a ramping speed. And and if I really know what's going on in there, right? I can probably Sorry. work it out. I can probably work it out. Yeah. Ah, well, I didn't think we would go long, despite having literally nothing to talk about. But here we are. I know. <laughs> I, I, sh- I shouldn't have blabbed about Pro Tools for No, it's okay. Um, anyway. Should we? Hey, thanks, Pedal Should- Genie. Hey, thanks. Still don't um, talk about anything. Should we suggest some things for the week and, yeah. and get out of here? Sure. Okay. Sure. Cool. Um, my suggestion of the week, which I've been chatting a little bit about in Discord, mm-hmm. is the Driftwood Guitars YouTube channel. Actually, do me a favor, Justin. Yep. Let's pull up the Driftwood Guitars website here on the yeah. screen for folks. Um Driftwood Guitars makes some of the most insane acoustic guitars you've ever seen in your life. Fully hand-built, start to finish, um, by like one guy. His, his name is Chris. Oh, I found him God, through. Yes. I, yeah, now, I sent you a link. I know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely mind-bogglingly beautiful instruments. Um, he's... I think it's like him and one guy maybe building guitars down in Florida. I found him through Rhett Shull's mm. channel um, where he branched into building electrics for the first time, which is really an interesting thing to compare, like an acoustic guitar builder building an electric guitar for the first time. It's very yeah. funny to watch. Um, so anyway, Chris at Driftwood has been 
doing uh, some YouTube stuff lately and he's been building guitars, just like walking through how he builds guitars uh, on his channel. And it's really awesome to watch because it's kind of a mix between this old house, like some woodworking shows and yeah. and guitar stuff. And he's talking a lot about carpentry and, and woodworking, but also in the interest of music and how it sounds and how it plays and how it mm. looks and all that. Um, yes, Eric, $15,000 is correct. They are crushingly expensive, but they are works of art. They are truly amazing pieces of, of construction. And I'm not saying it's worth it or not worth it, but like, holy cats, look at this thing. Look at them. They're look gorgeous. The, look at the corner cuts and the, yeah. the bevels. And, and so I, I've seen that lately and the inlays and oh my God. So he's doing all of this by hand in a little shop in Florida um, so he's got this great series I've been watching it where he's making a guitar out of a 3000 year old piece of Sitka spruce. Wow. It's It's like this piece of petrified wood that one of his wood suppliers found and he made the, the soundboard out of it. And I've learned a ton about acoustic guitar construction, mm. uh, from watching the channel. Cause if you think about it, how is the thing not just collapsing in on itself all the time, you know? <laughs> That's what the bracing's for, Derek. <laughs> right, but it, when you look at the bracing and the way that he's doing it, it's so thin, but it adds so much yeah. strength. It's very, very cool to watch. So I wanted to recommend wow. the channel uh, partly for the build stuff, but also because now he started this new series where he's taking acoustic guitars from well-known manufacturers and deconstructing them and talking mm. about what they're like and, and how well they're made and, and what you should be paying for versus not paying for. Mm. So the new Gibson acoustics that came out, I don't know, a, f- a month or two ago that have the sound Are port you guys thing. seeing this shit? Like these yeah. little inlays and how they, they leap off the fretboard? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry I didn't interrupt. No, it's, it's incredible. You have every right to be blown away. <laughs> so, um, look at that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he started a new series. Also, he's making a guitar out of the stage from Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> what a butthole. <laughs> so this 3,000-year-old guitar series is awesome because it's like 25 <laughs> parts and they're each like 20 to 30 minutes. It's great. So anyway, um, he's cutting guitars in half, right? He's separating the back from the front, like the back from the top, cutting right down the sides from uh-huh. manufacturers like Martin, Taylor, Gibson, PRS. And he's talking, he's like opening them up and being like, look at so this glue squeeze cheap out. cheap guitars, you know, $5,000 guitars. <laughs> just cutting those motherfuckers right Well, that's half. the thing. Like he's, he's getting, well, so the Gibson one was a great, uh, it's a great video because he's like, Gibson wants you to pay $1,300 for this guitar. And he's like, look at all this glue squeeze out, right? that's worth more than $1,300. You should, you should be like, all this says is like, he, he, I forget how he puts it, but he's like, yeah, it kind of doesn't matter sonically, but like, you should care that Gibson doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Look Man. at that thing. It's beautiful. Damn it. So anyway, he's got a really cool channel going. Seems like a great guy. And uh, they're just sort of kicking off the YouTube thing. So, Man, it's it's amazing to watch. And yeah, hit the website, um, check out some of the work he's doing. I would love to talk with him on the show sometime. So maybe we'll get lucky and, and organize that sometime in the future, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, look at that carve, the, the flame maple inside the... Oh, mm-hmm. Exceptional. 
And they're, yeah, it's they're absurd. crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah. So it's too bad they sound like shit that he made it look this good. That it's too bad that he can't Oh, look, also this, one's got, the- this one's got like a tummy cut thing. See it? Yeah, on this oh. inside edge. Yeah. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. That's a joke, by the way. I know, they don't yeah. sound like shit. They sound okay. glorious. They sound so amazing. But yeah, check out the YouTube channel. I love the series where he's cutting these guitars in half to show the insides. And he's, you know, he's like, this <laughs> is this is great like, construction. And this perspective is perspective artwork on the, the bicycle <laughs> with the license plate. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> this guy can go to hell. Jesus. <laughs> If so, he's on the show, I'm going to tell him to his face. <laughs> you can get fucked, sir. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay. That's my suggestion right, of the all week. All right, all right, um, should I, I, I should have a suggestion of the week. Uh, I don't know. Read the fine print on your... I don't know. Who cares? I <laughs> yeah. probably would have done the same thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what my fine print is. Uh, you know what? Actually, here's here's my fine print. Um, Should I'm we rename a- the section the fine print? Is that what we're doing? Is <laughs> that what I just said? I didn't even realize that. Here's the fine print for this episode. Um, my brain's mush right now because I am not used to having to learn things on a, on a multi-hour basis. Like, for years and years, when I've had to learn something, it's been like, oh, hold on. I'm going to figure out how to do that. And an hour later, I know how to do it, and I'm moving mm-hmm. on with my life. I was, like, in study mode here for a minute, and it's not going away for a little while. And so <laughs> I feel mushy upstairs. So that's the, that's what's that's what's up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks to the patrons. Thanks to you, the listeners and viewers, for watching. Um, uh, if if you want to join us in our Discord channel where we talk about all kinds of stuff and you see pics and stuff like this that we share all the time, it's discord.io slash tone control. And you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash the tone control to become a supporter for as little as a dollar a month. We'll send you a gracious thank you. And uh, we, we usually will probably make fun of your name if we start to feel like we're good friends. And then... Um, <laughs> For only if two, and only then. <laughs> well, I'm just not. I'm not just going to throw. Hey, yeah, I see you. I see you, Eric. It's 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 not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I noticed it, and then I in my head said and it, then you and imagined it. <laughs> what it would sound like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, okay. for as little as two dollars a month, you can be a supporter plus, which gets you access to the super secret part of our Discord, where we record this podcast and you can listen in live and heckle us like Eric does. Uh, and um, and that's that's the story. And and you have the the people this uh, fortnight who have my ever loving undying thanks <laughs> are Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S. Matthew Fenslaw, Risenwolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini. Oh, so hold on, it scrolled away. Oh, right. Dolly Potton. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, and Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, Eric, <sighs> by the way, uh, right before I get to that part, we always get this message in Discord that just says Justin in all caps. <laughs> so I'll look at whatever the fuck he changed his me. name to. 
So we're talking about Dolly Parton in the chat now. And I just want to mention, have you guys heard of the Dolly Parton hosier thing that's been going around? No. It's kind of a meme. The joke is that if you take a Dolly Parton record and slow it down, like you you choose the other speed on your turntable, it okay. sounds like hosier. <laughs> <laughs> And it's someone, there's some video on Instagram or somebody doing it, and it's very real. It sounds just like <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's so good. That's anyway, something. Dolly Parton sends my daughter books. Oh, awesome. Yeah. She has, a, there's some kind of a thing that she puts Yeah, she has like a library thing she does. Yeah, like, so you sign up and she'll send your kiddo uh, reading material. They're good books. It's, it's a fun. great, we were just talking about this in the chat. There's a great podcast called Dolly Parton's America that I uh, recommend yeah. highly listening to. It's only like a nine or ten part series. It's from a uh-huh. little while ago, but it's great. Dolly Parton is, we don't deserve Dolly Parton. Uh, I was going to try to make that into a Batman <laughs> quote, but I realize now that I am far too mushy. So, uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> shall we? That's going to have to do it. Yeah, that, that's that's it. And I also forgot to start the music again. And I don't care because I'm going to change the music in post anyway. Um, I delete the track for this part. Actually, I know a bunch more about editing in Reaper now because I've been doing the podcast in Reaper for a while now because it's video uh, mm-hmm. combined. Uh, but now I know a bunch more about how to edit in it properly and so I'm I like am not going to be slow to a crawl anytime I have to make a slice in an audio file <laughs> um, and I've just changed nice. all the fucking shit so it all works the way I want it to change so anyway, all the fucking shit change all that shit alright we went almost two hours this time we gotta be better about that see you next we, time everybody <laughs> see you next time I promise it'll be better and shorter <laughs> that's what she said uh, okay okay <laughs>